The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast, and I'm your host, and, well, <laughs> what the hell can I say other than that was, uh, it was what it was. And uh, let me tell you, before I get started here, I want you to hide the kitties, put the dogs away, close the drapes, and maybe you should turn on the stereo, but nonetheless, Raider Greg and the Raider Nation are going off. Here on show 287. All right, Red Nation, on today's show, we will have the post-game special. What's so special about it? Well, shit, there's not much, but what I got to say is this. You guys are thinking the same thing I'm thinking, so we're going to throw part of our bone line together and make this kind of a a bone line (laughs) post-game show. That's right. We're going to do that and make it good. Because, man, I don't know if I can do it all by myself. I need some help from my brothers and my sisters. <laughs> then we're going to have the pregame for the we got to beat the hose. Yes, we have to slap the hose. We have to destroy the hose in their own home field. Well, yes, we do. And Vesco Field's got to go down big time to the Raiders because we have a chance. Believe it or not, still have a chance. To be atop the AFC West with a victory over the Broncos. So we're going to talk about that. And we've got the rest of the bone line messages from last week's pretty good ones. So i got to put those in at the end. And that will be that. Well, Winter Nation, sit back, pop a beer, take a Prozac. (laughs) And relax, because... Here it comes, the post game. And all I got to say is this Who the hell are you? Before I start to rant onto the facts of the case, the dreadful and disgustingly horrific loss against the San Francisco 49ers, I got to tell you guys what the day was like, because it really was great to see all of our friends. Uh, Kingsford Kirk hauled everything over there to that side of the bay, and let me tell you this, that in itself is a momentous situation. It's monumental. It is insanely difficult, and i got to say, I'm going to go on a rant right now. Hey, fuck their stadium. I'm going to say it right off the bat. Fuck their stadium. Sorry to use the F-bomb already, but i got to tell you this. It's the freaking worst place in the country to get in and out of. It took us two hours and 40 minutes to get from the stadium parking lot to the bridge, which is, like, not very far. A couple miles away, maybe five miles Unfrickin' believable. I hate that fucking place. It's a shithole. I... <laughs> you know, it makes you just love home. I'll tell you right now. I hate that place. Okay, I'm done with that. It was a dreary, rainy morning, 
but Kingsford Kirk went off, man. They had it together. We were all covered un- under the tarps. And and I got to say this, man. Thank you for Steve, Rita Steve from Houston, for coming out all the way and seeing a game and meeting us and partying with us, man. The guy's very cool. Great Raider fan. Guy's been around for a while, man. He's got a little Raider wisdom going on. Also, the double X Raider was in the house. Very cool man. Very nice guy. And his son, Malcolm, was there, too, wearing the dreadful red. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? That's in the genetics, partner. Sometimes people get it. Sometimes people don't. And, man, they should make some medicine for that action. I'm just teasing, teasing you, brother. You got to know that. <laughs> anyway... The tailgate was off the freaking hook. I mean, Stan, the cook of the day, was up in front making it happen, man. And then, of course, you got Ron in there, another Ron in there. These guys at Kingsford Kirk's, the bad boys of barbecue, incidentally will be on the Food Network with Guy Fieri. So check that out. Check out your local Food Network programs and check that shit out because it's awesome because he represents the Raider Nation. I'm telling you right now, he lays it down. Let me tell you what we had. This is just the menu. I got to go over this because I flipped out. We had ahi tuna. I mean, we had like a half a tuna there. It was insane. All these different sauces, just first class. We had wild salmon. We had uh, skirt steak, chicken, you name it, Caesar salad. Things were going, the music was on, the games were on, and it was a great time. The lovely Charmaine was at the helm. She was the hostess with the mostest, of course, doling out the uh, armbands that you need to be eating there. It was a party, man. We had a good time. Good people. Um, Other than the rain and the insanely huge puddles, bird baths, we call them, you could drive a car and lose a sedan, submerge it. <laughs> they were so big. People were getting soaked. What a hole. Anyway, that was that. The tailgate was off the hook. It always is because that's how we roll. We had a bunch of Niner fans in there, and it was very you know cordial. It was cool. And then we came to business, man. It was time to watch the game. And I'm going to tell you, I told you this show would be special. And the reason it is because when I listen to all these bone line messages – when I listen to them, I just hear myself saying the same thing. And and this occasion, I think it's very special. The 49er loss was a great loss. It was a loss of momentum, A. It was a loss, but a few 500 we haven't had since 2002. That's B. There's a lot of new things we have to get back that we lost a long time ago. And this team, my friends, doesn't seem like it's going to be able to accomplish very much. And on that note, we're going to get to your calls And, uh, well, we're going to go right down the line and see what people have to say about this game because I'll tell you right now, I feel the same way. The stats are all here. Everything I would say is in here because all the things I was going to say about Campbell and the yardage and his measly 84 yards, uh, let's – well, shit, man. Let's just look at what we have for Mr. Jason Campbell – that's that's right. We had 8 for 21 for 83 total yards. That's right. As Bruce Gregkowski watched in horror from the sidelines, you know he probably wanted to go out there and throw the ball around even if he couldn't. A pathetic and less than Jamarcus 
Passer rating of 10.7. Jamark Ass never got a passer rating that low. It was a horrific game. We were in hostile territory yet again. An 0-5 team, man. 0-5. Come on. Are you fucking kidding me? I got to say this, man. The play calling was juvenile and pedestrian. It was ridiculous. Zach Miller didn't even get used to the second half. What is up with that? Jason Campbell cannot throw a pass to save his ass because he always throws it late. Don't blame the wide receivers, people. Yeah, they're not the best. But here's another news flash for everybody. Hey, the quarterback here sucks ass. And they always come out of their route looking for the ball And they're kind of dangling out there like turds in the wind. And the ball comes late. And lo and behold, interception. No, knock the ball away. No, whatever. Not a completion. They don't have a chance, man. Lewis Murphy was open for a touchdown. Totally missed. (laughs) I mean, I'm going off already. But, man, you know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about, man. I am fucking flipped out. This team, who the fuck are these guys? One week, they're supermen, and the next week, they're chumps? Come on, man. What is up with that? Enough of my rant. Let's get to your rant, because yours is funnier than mine is, because I'm pissed. First on the line, we'll have the Raider mechanic, and we need a mechanic up in here with this team, partner. Greater mechanic here. Damn, man. It's just looking for ways to lose this game. Hugh Jackson sucks. First running 50 times is not going to beat any good team, let alone a bad team. Just no imagination, just shitty-ass play calling. You ain't going to beat anybody like this, man. You got to get this shit together. Hugh Jackson needs a fucking mechanic for his fucking play calling. Fuck him, 50 carries. And every one of them was off tackle. No imagination. No imagination. This play calling blew worse than any game I have ever seen, including a Tom Walsh production. Hugh Jackson blows. Next, we have a colorful yet appropriate description of the game by my good friend, Obi-Wan Raider. What's up, Raider Nation? Obi-Wan Raider here. <sighs> Trying to make it bad to the bone, Raider Greg, but right now our fucking run defense is bad to the bone. Our fucking receivers are bad to the fucking bone. Our goddamn tackles are bad to the fucking bone. Actually, you know what? They're playing like they got fucking bone in the ass last night by these faggot-ass 49ers. How in the fuck do we put up such a stellar game against San Diego and we fucking choke the chicken here and swallow a fucking cock? against goddamn San Francisco. In a word, Obi-Wan Raiders fucking dejected right now, all right? I'm fucking jaded, I'm pissed off, and I ain't fucking happy with this shit. Peace. I love you guys, man. That's priceless. What more can you say after you're walking out of the stadium than that? Now we have ATL Raider putting it down for the Raider Nation. What's going on? 
What's up, man? It's ATL Raider calling back in. Fucking garbage. Jason Campbell is garbage. Do they even know that we have receivers on the team? Did any receiver other than uh, other than Miller catch more than one pass? Horrible play calling. Freaking absolutely one-dimensional. Going nowhere. That was absolutely unwatchable football. What a freaking joke, man. They need to go back to the drawing board. They are going nowhere fast with that kind of bullshit. Unwatchable. Out. Amen. Man, didn't use Zach Miller to like the third quarter of the game. The only guy that ever caught a fucking football and the play calling was juvenile. Like I said, it was pedestrian. Hugh Jackson blows ass once again. And uh, we're not going anywhere, man. I'm telling you. This is the Raider Nation speaking up right up in here. My good brother, Raider Steve from Vegas. Very emotional. But he lays it down just like it goes down. There's something wrong with this fucking team. You're damn right. And it's all in our faces, man. Every time we get an L, especially against an O and 5 fucking worst team in the NFC. Hey, Ritter Greg. It's Raider Steve in Vegas. Um, thanks for asking about my dad last week. Actually, he didn't come to the game today because uh, and he didn't come to the game last week because he said that the Raiders are finished until we get a new coach and that they're not going to achieve anything. And uh, I was shocked to hear that from my dad because he's always the eternal optimist. Um, but today, and you know, you know, I can't, I can't even blame Cable for today. Today, I have to blame fucking Jason Campbell. Uh, those first two drives, it shouldn't have been six points. It should have been at least one touchdown. Um, you know, I think Campbell, he just, uh, he thinks too much, man. He can't pull the trigger like Gradkowski. I honestly believe if Gradkowski had been in the game today, we would have won. That wasn't the case. Um, and, uh, fuck, man, I hate to call and always be fucking negative. I was so stoked after last week. But we all know, we've all been there before in the last seven years, man. I was there when we won the AFC Championship. I was there when we went to the Super Bowl. But ever since then, it's just been painful. We can't win two in a row, you know? Uh, it, it shit just goes against us, you know? I was ranting to my friends. There was some stuff in the game that really pissed me off. I'm not going to explain it here on the phone. Total waste of your and my time. But you know what? It's just a bunch of fucking bullshit, man. The Raiders have the team. They've got the players. That's not in question. There's something missing, you know? I'm going to blame Jason Campbell today. I, I just think he's the problem. Um, but is he really the problem, man? I mean, can we blame it on one guy? There's something fucking wrong. I mean, seriously, we this is a fucking must win. We're supposed to win this game. We're supposed to go two and two. We're playing. We lost to the fucking only winless team in the NFL, I think. I'm not sure. Check my stats. That's fucking unacceptable. It doesn't really hurt that bad because, uh, you know, I I thought it was going to happen, unfortunately, you know. I really had my hopes up, but I, I just kind of figured that it was going to happen. I'm used to it, man. Um, I don't know what's going to... By the way, I'm reading uh, this great book, um, That's Not a Bruise, or something like that. Anyway, it's by the Raiders doctor from the 80s. Um, Maybe you've you've already read it, read it, Greg. It's a great book. I highly recommend it to anybody. Um, I'll call back with the name. I don't know, but uh, 
anyway, it's just really depressing. I'm I'm so used to it anymore. Just cut this phone call in half. I'm sorry, man. See ya. <laughs> Don't worry, man. You know what? The psychotic raiders will get their head out of their ass someday. Next, it's the Oracle of Illinois, Central Illinois, that is, and it's amazing that I can say the word Illinois. <laughs> My good brother, the Raider Maniac. Hey, Raider Greg, this is Raider Maniac. What a pathetic performance that was. It just amazes me how this team can never for the last eight years come out with the same intensity they had the week before and win back-to-back games. Our offensive line just blows. I tell you what, if we're going to struggle like that with the O-line, why don't we just let the rookies go out there and, and get some experience and see what they can do. If we're going to struggle that bad, that's what we should just go ahead and do. The thing I talked about last week, our wide receivers, I can't get open. That still stands true. They can't get open. When they do, they can't even catch the goddamn ball. If there's a veteran out there, we need to go get him. Our quarterback has no shot at succeeding no matter who it is with those kind of players. The defense played their ass off. You know, they're out there on the field the whole fucking game. Of course they're going to allow some big runs because they get tired because they can't get a break. I can't wait to get out there again next year and see the Raiders play and see you guys. I'm done. Go Raiders! Well, we do need a number one wide receiver. I'll say that for sure. That's to you, Miller Nation. But we also have to have a game plan. We also have to have a quarterback that can't that doesn't hold on to the ball all week. Uh, reminds me a lot of... Uh, Kerry Collins, and uh, other names that not be mentioned like that. Next, we have Raider Chris from Stratton, Pennsylvania, and the word disgusted raises its ugly head. And the other one, which I don't like to say, but it fits here, man, embarrassed. That comes up as well. Check it out. Raider Greg, Raider Nation. Is Raider Chris Scranton, Pennsylvania. Just uh, left the bar with Pennsylvania Raider. Actually, he left early. He stormed out out of disgust after the way that the Raiders played or lack of this game against the Niners. Uh, kind of embarrassed myself because since the day that we traded away for Campbell, all I did was back him up, tell him, you know, give him a chance, give him a shot, let him let us see what he's made of. Today was a shot, and uh, I hate saying this, and it hurts me to say, but he looked like somebody we all know. Uh, he looked like Jamarcus Russell out there. Some of his throws, I was scratching my head. Uh, his decision in scrambling, I was scratching my head. Uh, now, the loss isn't all his fault. You know, the, the pass in the fourth quarter to Ford that bounced off his numbers that was intercepted, uh, that hurt. I think at that point the Raiders knew they were defeated, and it hurts. Uh, this loss in general shouldn't only embarrass us fans. It should embarrass the players. It should embarrass the coaches. And most of all, it should embarrass Al Davis. There's no reason why we lost this game to an 0-5 49ers team. None. I mean, we shut down Alex Smith. We shut down uh, Gore through the first 
three quarters, and then it's like our old rush defense showed up, and Gore just pretty much does what he does, and that was just embarrass us. This is an embarrassing loss. I'm pissed off. Um, I've never said this in my 29 years of living, but I'm embarrassed to be an Oakland Raider fan. It, it sucks. You know, one minute you look dominant against a good Chargers team, and then you go out and you get embarrassed by an 0-5-Niners team. I think the Raiders play at the level of their opponent. If they know they have to put up big numbers, they go out there and they bust their ass. When they know that they're playing a mediocre or shitty team, they go out and they play that way. And it bit them in the ass today. I say after this, you start Bruce Gratkowski the rest of the year. And when he gets hurt, and he will, start putting bowler. And then at the end of the year, they go out and draft a young talent quarterback or see what's out there on the market because Campbell's apparently not the answer for us. Uh, again, I'm disgusted. I'm sure most, if not all, Raider fans are embarrassed. And all we can do, I guess, is just do it. It's not been working for us, and let's study more tape. Get ready for Denver next, next week. Raider Chris from Scranton, I'm out. All I got to say is one thing. Hire a fucking GM, Al. And shit can the entire coaching staff. Yeah. Next, we have a very good friend of the show. He is stuck in hostile territory over there in San Francisco. Don't you call it Frisco. And, uh, man, he is going to put up with some horse shit for a long fucking time. And you can hear it in his voice. And I think he says it the best out of all the callers. I got to tell you right now, listen to the first Two minutes of his fucking talk, because it says everything that I want to say, but it says it very well and from the heart. Check out Raider Tony. Fuck the 49ers. Fuck their fans. Fuck their coaches. Fuck their players. And fuck their organization. And fuck Jason Campbell. Hi, Raider Greg. This is Raider Tony over in San Francisco. And uh, just fucking pissed off at the game. Pissed off at the the second half. Pissed off at our offense and Jason Campbell. Pissed off at our fucking defense not being able to slow down a pretty incompetent and bad offense. I don't know where to start. I mean, the first of all, yeah, we hate them, but let's be real here. The 49ers are a good, or were a good 0-5 team, and they're a good 1-5 team. They have a good defense, and uh, their offense sucks, but uh, but they've got a good running game. And, uh, you know, they played competitive in all their games. They barely lost to the Saints. They barely lost to the Falcons. You know, they've played well in most of their games. That said, we should have kicked their ass. I mean, this was a game that showed our our biggest weakness of all, which is the quarterback. I mean, you know, Jason Campbell, he's not the reason why we lost. But he did not rally the troops. He didn't move. He didn't move us. It's it's weird. It's like he's just not the guy. 
And I know that he only played because Gretkowski was hurt. But still, I mean, it, it, it's pointing that if something happens to Bruce, you know, Jason's the one that goes in. And I, I'm not sure that he's the guy that can win his games consistently. You know, the, the you know, what the fuck is up with our wide receivers? You know, Lois Murphy, you know, Hayward Bay, these guys disappear for long stretches of, of, of time. And, you know, I don't know, maybe it's the quarterback because for those couple of games that Bruce was there, he was able to get them the ball. But, you know, they're inconsistent at best. The running game was, was okay. You know, and the offensive line actually had a good game. I mean, for the most part, they they pass protected pretty well. You know, they didn't give up any sacks that I remember. Actually, I think it was one. Yeah, that was that, was that one that was close to the end zone. But that was just one sack in a game, which isn't bad. And I don't think they gave up any sacks last week against the, you know, the fucking Chargers Chargers. But still, you know, I'm, I'm I don't know. Raider Greg, I'm disappointed. I think I need some of your podcast therapy. You know, can't wait to hear what you have to say. Can't wait to hear what the rest of the Raider Nation has to say. You know, Virginia Raider, Raider Queef, Juan Jorge. I need to hear some of this because uh, right now I'm a little down in today's game. I mean, living in San Francisco, I'm going to be in it all week. And uh, actually, maybe for the rest of the season, I don't know. But, you know, I don't know what's wrong with this team. I mean, aside from the fact that I know that we're a work in progress, we lose games that we should win. And this was a game that we should have won. I don't care what anybody tells me. You know, we should beat these guys. They're not that good of a team. And but when you make mistakes and when you just you can't move the ball, you know, you're not going to win games. And, you know, I don't know what to say. I mean, that's that's enough. Time for some purple drink. And uh, I'm joking. But, uh, yeah, looking forward to hearing what you guys have to say because I'm I'm pretty much at a loss here for what to think about today's game. I'm out. I couldn't say it better myself, my brother. Ah, the passion you bring, it comes through, brother. Thanks for the call. <laughs> Next, we have Lil Rada from Eastside Oakland. Check the wisdom out in this dude. I love it. Man, it's Lil Rada reporting out of Eastside Oakland, and uh, these motherfucking Raiders, bro, they killing me. You know, we should call the, we should, look, take my word on this. From now on, the Raiders ain't the Raiders no more. We're going to call them the Oakland One Week Wonders because we can never fucking win two more, two games in a row. We always win one. We look good one week, and then the, and then the next week, it's like, the fuck, what? One Week Wonders. That says it all, Pana. Great call, man. Next, my good brother, Hell Raider, with some wisdom 
from Texas, man. This guy is a football phenom. He knows what he's fucking talking about. And you know what? He don't give a fuck. Check it out. All right. Uh, this is Hell Raider. And I uh, just want to talk about this 49er game for a little bit. Um, going to make some uh, some statements and some uh, suggestions for the team. Some of you guys might agree with, some of you don't. And at this point, I don't give a fuck. So I'm sorry. Um, but uh, Jason Campbell, 8 of 21 for 83 yards, no TDs and two picks. Quarterback rating of 10.7. My son is two years old, and he can count to 11 with both his hands and one extra finger, okay? 10.7. That's ridiculous. Why in the hell did we not at least try Kyle, Kyle Bowler? I don't understand. Unbelievable, okay? Jacoby Ford, he's terrible, okay? That's the one ridiculous pick, and guess what? He was the guy to catch to touch the ball at the very end of the game. The game, when, when they scored the 10th point of the game at 10-9, to 9, I knew it was over, okay? Once again, we cannot put the ball in the end zone. If we just scored on both those drives at the beginning of the game and then maybe got a couple other field goals, the game's over. Okay, we don't know how to stop the run again. Okay, but at this point, last year, I was like, okay, the offensive line is terrible, which, by the way, the offensive line gave up one sack today. Okay, so they weren't the issue. At this point last year, I was like, okay, the running backs are terrible, the wide receivers are terrible, the quarterback's terrible, the offensive line's terrible, the special teams, whatever. At this particular point this year with this team, the offensive line obviously is a little suspect. We could use a little bit better wide receiver uh, help. We've got to get both running backs back. But the offensive line, like I said, that's the biggest thing. But I'm telling you right now, the biggest thing, the two biggest things that are killing this team is quarterback play. Okay, and I'm not real happy with the play calling either. The quarterback play is terrible. And this is what I'm going to say, and this is what you guys don't want to hear. And I don't fucking care, okay? We need to go out and fucking get Michael Vick. And you know what? You want to talk about, oh, God, all the dog. I don't fucking give a shit about the dog fighting stuff, okay? Dante Stallworth killed a fucking guy, and he didn't go to jail. Michael Vick fucking did that stuff. He shouldn't have done it, and he went to jail. That's ridiculous, okay? The man has paid his penance. This is the reason I'm saying this, okay? Bruce Gradkowski, I love Bruce Gradkowski, okay, but he's 50% career completion percentage. It's not going to get any better. And here's the biggest thing. The guy can't stay healthy, okay? I would love Bruce Gretkowski to lead, to, to lead this team to victory because it would be a great blue-collar story, but it ain't going to happen. The guy cannot stay healthy, okay? Campbell's terrible. We gave up a fourth-round pick for him, so who fucking cares? Get rid of him. The freaking Eagles have been lighting it up, okay? When Michael Vick was in there, he was freaking winning games for him, okay? The guy, I think of all the people who ever learned their lesson, I think Michael Vick has, Okay? And he's going to be available because the way Kevin Cobb played today with 300-something yards and three TDs and the way he played last week, Michael Vick is going to be on the trading block. Now, hopefully, if there's football, we go get the guy. He's, got, he's way better, uh, way more athletic than any of the two guys we have. He's able to escape the pocket. He's got a better arm than both of them. And I think he's actually learned how to pass. And if you don't believe me, look up his numbers this year and see what the Eagles have done the first couple games of the year when, when – when uh, Kevin Cobb was in there and he got out, and when Michael Vick came in there, they were moving the ball. So, like I said, a lot of you got this big hang-up with the, with the dogfighting thing. I don't fucking care, okay? I don't fucking care. I would let the goddamn fucking devil play quarterback for this team right now if it meant that we could win. I don't fucking care. Charles Manson can play any fucking horrible, terrible, dogfighting, uh, 
rapist murderer. Okay, I'm so fucking tired of of losing. I don't care who plays quarterback. I don't give a shit what they did in their past. And you guys aren't going to agree with me. And I, this may not even get in the bone line, and I don't care. But we need to get a better quarterback. Michael Vick will be available. And you know what? Sometimes you got to break an omelet. Or I totally screwed that up. But the point is, you know what I'm saying. Okay, we need a better quarterback. And I say we go get Michael Vick. And I'm going to post this on here every day until we do it. Or we need to go out and draft a real quality quarterback who's going to be here for a decade. Okay, I've rambled on for my time, and maybe Randy will edit this. I don't know. We've got to get another quarterback. Okay, if Gretkowski would have played today, I have no doubt in my mind we would have beat the 49ers. But my problem with him is that he cannot stay healthy. That's my biggest problem with him. He's too short, and he doesn't have a strong enough arm, and Michael Vick can solve all that. And if we don't need to get Michael Vick, fine. Let's get somebody else. We've got to get somebody who's a real quarterback in here. Why is it that Sam Bradford can come in here? We, they drafted him. Look what he's doing, okay? We can do the same thing. But I'm telling you, out of all the free agent quarterbacks, Michael Vick will be the guy. Plus, he'll look fucking badass in, in silver and black, and he'll have that all-blacked-out jersey and all-blacked-out visor, okay? So let's go do this. Go fucking Raiders. Okay, on Michael Vick, I still think Vick is a dick, but guy's got a point, man. We need a franchise quarterback. Vick seems to be doing a much better job than he did when he was younger. He did get two years of a break, so his body's in good shape. I don't know, man. Sounds like a good plan to me. We need a franchise quarterback. There is no fucking doubt about it. We need someone that can run this team, and we definitely need some new fucking coaching because he mentioned that as well. Look, man. Not a bad idea at all, and I know that you know you don't give a fuck what everybody thinks and the dogs things and all that other shit. I don't either. I just want to fucking win just like you and everybody else on this board feels the same fucking way. I don't give a shit if they get a fucking clown back there that can throw the... As long as he can throw the fucking football. I could give a shit less. Amen, brother. Next, we have the Dark Lord himself. Lord... Lord Radar here. Boy, am I depressed. Do you know how many times Singletary has mocked the dark side? The dark side used to mean something. The black hole was a place of delicious fear. And I could appear there openly, striding up and down the sidelines among my servants. Where is the umpire now? Or how? He has served me all these years, but the dark side was hard on him. His brain has not stood up to it. He does not know what a leader is. I tell him, now, get a leader for QB. And he says, Lord Radar, you are my leader. He didn't understand, and then he hires John Buster, and now Jason Campbell. I tell him, now, Campbell has been in the league for six years as a third-rate talent with no leadership ability. He hires him anyway. What am I to do? I tell him, look, if a QB has talent and leadership, he can send photos of his junk on the internet, and no one can stop him, even if he is 70 years old. 
but he does not get it. I complain about the receivers. I try to tell Al that speed is not as important as hands. I tell him that it embarrasses me when the receiver tries to catch the ball with his face mask. I try to tell him that Luke Skywalker had better hands while I remember throwing him the ball. Never mind. I miss the Radars who love football. This team loves the Pruno and Sherm and the Hoochie in the hot tub. Cable has no discipline on the team. There is no fear. I appeared to Janikowski and showed him real fear. You see how much better his kicking was today. Where is the fear? Bring back the fear. The dark side has used up Al. He worships me at night, but has lost his ability to reason. I'm afraid I will take new servants to restore the empire. Be patient, my nation. I will put an end to this mocking. Lord Riddle, out. That is some funny shit, man. I love that call. When you throw in Pruno, Sherms, and Hoochie in the hot tub, you got to make it on the bone line. <laughs> that was fucking priceless, man. And I'm sure we have not heard the last of Lord Raider. Next, we have my good brother, the double X Raider. Raider Randy, Raider Greg, and Raider Nation, the, the Double X Raider. And I was calling in to thank you, your wife, and the Raider fans, and even the 49er fans that were there at the tailgate. I, I really, my, me and my son really appreciate uh, all the camaraderie, man, all the friendship that we received while we were there. Uh, he was thoroughly impressed, and so was I. It was a fantastic experience. It made the trip worthwhile. Ten times over, even though the game was not the outcome that we were hoping, the situation at the tailgate and just being there among so many Raider fans, which was a first for me. Usually, you know, there's not too many of us, but in this case, it was a whole different story, man, and it was incredible, man. I, I, I it's hard for me to put it even into words, man. How how fantastic you guys made us feel, and just being there and being a part of your tailgate, man. It was awesome. It was probably the best tailgate I've ever been to. And I, I, you know, it's, it's not like I say, man, the bad boys, the barbecue, the food was great. The drinks were flowing. That apple pie was right. <laughs> and as you can probably tell, I lost my voice. Uh, you know, that was all the screaming and yelling that was going on, man. But I tell you, man, it was, it was a blast. And I hope you and your wife can make it down to the East Coast. You know, if not this year, next year, or whatever, man, you know, you would always be welcome. Uh, it was a great time. I mean, I can't say it enough, man. It was definitely a great time, man. We had a blast. It was a pleasure. And once again, it was a pleasure meeting you, Raider Randy, your wife, and all the other Raider fans that were there. It was just, uh, it was definitely a memorable experience. Uh, you know, my son's not a Raider fan. He's a 49 fan, which is cool. But uh, he was even uh, impressed. He knew how strong the Raider Nation was, but he got to really see it firsthand. And it was incredible, man. It was just incredible, man. It was just, you know, we just, you know, we wish we were, we were, you know, in awe for the most part, you know, 
during and after the whole celebration, man. I just want to say keep it going, man. It was fantastic. You know, we plan to come out again. Don't know when, but we plan to come out again and, 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 and take on the festivities from on, the, on the Oakland side of the house and see how it goes. I know he says a little different, you know, a little bigger, which is cool. Um, it was just great, man. I just want to thank you once again, man. Thank you for everything you guys did and welcoming my son and I to the tailgate. It was, it was just incredible, man. I, I just can't say that enough. As far as the game, you know, we had the opportunities, and we let them go. We just let them slip away. Our quarterback play was bad. Offensive line play was eh, decent. I think the play calling, however, after the part of the first quarter was garbage. Nothing seemed correct to me as far as setting up the plays or establishing some type of rhythm. It was almost, It seemed to me it was almost like, Close your eyes, move your finger down the chart, and whoever stops you call that play. Nothing was setting up was setting up the offense to do anything. You know, the end around was great. You know, that was a good play, you know. But when you get down in the red zone, man, we've got to score points. And we can't kick field goals over and over, man. And if we'd have got those uh, three touchdowns, you know, the game would have been different. We probably would have come up victorious, man. But we let them hang around, you know. So the play calling's got to get better. The coaching's got to get better. And the defensive play calling has got to get better. Uh, you know, we we blitz a little bit more, but, yeah, we didn't disguise the blitz. You know, we knew it was coming. Everybody stacked up on the line before the quarterback even got to the line. You know, you can't do it that way, man. If You you know, it's a copycat league, so copycat. You know, look at some of those other guys, like, like Pittsburgh, for instance, that blitz a lot, or any of those other teams that blitz a lot. They don't all come to the line and stand there showing blitz and then blitz. You know, a lot of times they do show the blitz, but then they back off. However... Wait till the last minute, wait till, wait till the QB's in his calls, and then run the run to the line and do your blitz. That's how you do it, you know. The element of surprise, man. Keep them guessing. But, you know, I could probably go on and on if my voice held up. <laughs> but, uh, man, it was a blast. You know, the outcome wasn't what we wanted. But, you know, fortunately the season's still early, so we can, we can turn it around and everybody in the division lost. But, you know, we had a chance to move up a step. And, but now the season gets even tougher because we got a lot of a lot of divisional games, and, and everybody seems to be playing better than we are, offensively and defensively, that's in the division. So we got to get this thing turned around, get it straight, because we got we got the personnel. we just got to get the coaches in tune to what's going on and come up with some better plays, better schemes, and use our personnel to the best of their ability. And, you know, if they can't do that, then we need to go. But uh, once again, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Charmaine, the Raider Nation, this is the Double X Raider, and I'm out. Now, if you can hear it in his voice, man, he ain't jacking around. We got the show of shows. We have the miracle of miracles. We have the tailgate that's off the hook. Double X Raider had a great time, I am sure. You could hear it in his voice. His son did, too. Fine gentlemen, both. Great guys, man. Double X Raider, very cool. Son's very cool. Son's a Niner fan. Yeah. But anyway, you know what's in the water sometimes? You can't get it out, man. <laughs> Someday they'll come up with a shot or something. But anyway, great to see you. Great to meet you as well. You're always welcome. The entire nation is welcome to the Kingsford Kirk Barbecue Show, man. It is a show because it's off the hook. It's where you got to be. And you know, ask anybody who's been there. They all say the same thing. They're coming back. You got to, man. Next, we have my good, good brother. I see him at the games every Sunday. The man from Chico, Raider Mike. What's going on? 
What the fuck, man? All I got to say is we missed an opportunity, and it really sucks. What is this team's deal? They can't win back-to-back wins. Coming off a huge divisional win, and they can't come back against the 0-5 San Francisco 49ers, and it just... Jason Campbell, dude, you suck. I remember when uh, we were watching the Charger game in the stands, there was a guy yelling uh, every time that you know Jason Campbell took a snap. He was yelling uh, to Marcus Russell's cousin. And I, I was like, I was, I was going to tell the dude to shut up by the end of the game, but you know, I just let it be because we won. But now it's like, now that I look at it, it's like it is a Marcus Russell's cousin. So, anyway, I think um, you put Bowler in and see what he can do. I mean, until we get a franchise quarterback, though, let's face the facts. You want to be real about everything else? Let's face the facts. Until we get a franchise quarterback, this team's never really going to win the games we expect it to. So, it's always going to be a dogfight with, you know, barely what we have. Gronkowski's great. I think he's going to do good things for the Raiders. But when it really comes to the ultimate goal, winning the Super Bowl, well, you know, you got to have a quarterback. Our defense looks really good. Our special teams can come alive. And, you know, I like the team that we have right now. I do think we still have a chance at the division title. I think the next three games is the season. So going into the bye week, I think these next three games, we're going to go 2-1 at best. Or, I mean, at worst, I'm sorry. But at the very best, go perfect 3-0. Or otherwise... You know, it doesn't look too good. I think our season will be done because we already got four losses, and that sucks. But anyway, I'm done uh, ranting and raving. really sucks to lose to the San Francisco 49ers. They're 0-5, but they are a really good football team. They probably should have won two games by now, all three against us, but we are also one kick away from being 3-3. So I'm not going to give up on them just yet, but we'll see what happens. Peace. What the fuck, man? <laughs> ah, that's perfect. Next, we have Raider Knuckles from Las Vegas. And, man, he's just saying it. He's saying what we all been saying. What's up, Nation? What's up, Greg? Raider Knuckles from Vegas. I don't know what to say, man. I was literally sick to my stomach yesterday, man. I couldn't eat for the rest of the day. The, the Niners, really? How do we lose to the worst fucking team in the NFL? You know, I'll tell you how. We've got coaches out there calling bullshit plays. We've got a quarterback out there that's just choking up like a pussy. And our defense isn't covering deep. We've got so many passes flying over our fucking heads. It's just ridiculous, man. Look, I love the Raiders to death till I die. But it's time to start playing some smart fucking football and pull your heads out of your ass. And you better square your ass away before this Sunday for the Broncos because we can't take that loss. And I've got money on that game against the Broncos fans. So please help me fucking prove this asshole wrong. All right. Let's do it. Go Raiders! And I'm out. I'm with you, brother. I hope we... Beat them hoes to the ground, man. We got to beat the Bronco hoes at Invesco. I'm telling you.
Next and last, but not least, the Oracle of Orlando, Rita Jeff. Hey, Raider Greg and Raider Randy. This is Raider Jeff from Orlando, Florida. I have a new analogy for the team this week. It's kind of like an amusement park. You go in and there's a lot of waiting on lines. And you want to go on that roller coaster ride, which has the ups and downs. And after you get on the ride, you ask yourself, was the ride worth the wait? Since the best parts were so short. Remember last week, I heard a lot of people talking about playoffs. Now we have this week. Heck, I even drew a line in the sand for myself. If the Raiders can't win the next two games, I'm dropping the NFL package because the ups and downs on a roller coaster ride can't just be your consistent lifestyle. That's not fun. So they got two games to prove something to me. They got to be consistent. Hey, I'm still going to be a Raider fan, no question, but I ain't wasting my money. If they end up making the playoffs, then be on regular television anyway. I'm sick of hearing... This team is almost there by the coaches and players. Listen to these statements and see if almost is good enough. I almost got the job. I almost graduated. I almost hit the lottery. I almost had sex. These statements are not good enough in any other area. I'm just going to use today's game as an example of Almost is not good enough. Consider that flea flicker at the beginning of the game. Oh, almost! If frickin' uh, Campbell could have got the ball out there quicker. Uh, what about that deep pass in the fourth quarter where Murphy was wide open? Almost! Not good enough. Uh, what about that long return? Oh, maybe he can take it to the house. Almost, not good enough. What about that reverse to Lewis Murphy? Almost, but not good enough. What about being in the red zone two or three times? Almost, but not good enough. You know? What about that pass to Crabtree? The defense almost got there, but but didn't. What about that run by Frank Gore? Almost got him, but not quite. You know, (laughs) if we keep living by this almost up-down thing uh, by the end of the season, Tom Cable won't only be on the hot seat, he'll be gone. Well, that's my take on this week and the season thus far. It's a lot of almost, but not good enough. A lot of ups and downs and wondering whether or not the wait for consistency in this team is worth the ride that we're going on. Take care, Raider Nation, and go Raiders. I'm with you, man. We almost got to 500. Hey, I almost got an apology from my wife. (laughs) Uh, Almost got laid. Hey, you know what, man? Almost ain't making it for nobody up in here. Nobody. And that's what I'm saying. And that's what you're saying to culminate this entire show. Let's just say this, man. We sucked ass to an 0-5 team that was a 10-minute drive from home. We came off a great victory and let it just fall to nothing. Meaningless was last week's win. 
And I don't even know what to say, man. You bring us up to throw us down, and the Raider Nation speaks the truth about franchise quarterbacks, speaks the truth about offensive lines, about coaching. You cannot hide the truth from the Raider Nation. And it is plain and simple that we all know what the fuck's going on up in here. No one's happy. And we better beat the the fucking hose. I'm telling you right now, man, this coaching staff, if they want to have a roof over their fucking head next season, they better beat the Bronco hose at Invesco Ho Field. And on that note, let me get to the next story because this is all I have to say about that. Time for the pregame. The Denver Bronco Hose must go down. Let me ride that donkey, donkey. Well, Raider fans, next Sunday, the Raiders travel to Invesco Field to face the daunted and most hated Denver Broncos. This will be the Broncos' first division game. They're one of only six teams that hasn't fought in the division yet, and they are hungry to take a shot at it because the AFC West is in total turmoil. Other than the Chiefs, we're all sitting at the same 2-4 and four record. We all suck ass. But seriously, the Denver Broncos right now are licking their chops. I mean, come on, really, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you be licking your chops with an Oakland team that lost to the San Francisco 0-5 49ers 17-9? I'd be licking my freaking chops and be talking all shit all day. I mean, come on. (laughs) Oh, brother. They can't wait for this game. The Denver fan is just giddy almost. The fact that the Raiders are coming in to town so dysfunctional, so out of rhythm, and so not ready to play football. The only thing they're freaked out about is all of a sudden the super freak can come to life. man this team would become totally spasmodic and beat anybody on any sunday the one week wonders that's what i think this is an opportunity for the raiders to go into division with two wins in the division i don't have to put on how important it is for this game and that it's a must win game hey man i want to see our team play total football for a total of 60 fucking minutes I am sick of losing. You are sick of losing. You know, the the Oakland Raiders have allowed 18 sacks since the beginning of the year. That is horrific. That is not okay. That is a number I do not like. Now, the Denver Broncos have lost, have only won four of their last 12 games. So that's not bad. 
But listen, <laughs> these are the teams that they lost to this year. Listen to the teams. They lost to the Colts. They lost to the Jags. They barely lost to the Jets and lost to the Ravens. Losses nonetheless, but they're playing better football. The run game has been absolutely atrocious. They haven't gotten over 100 yards in any game with the exception of this last game against the Jets. This is the first 100-yard game they had this year. That's pretty crazy. Now, we've got two running backs that are going to make it happen for us because we need to. We need to win this game. We need to put the running on the running. we got to run this ball, and we got to run it with some imagination, some plays that are just off the beaten path. Unlike the pedestrian play calling of last game, we have to up the ante here. This is our fucking division rivals, and we're going there to invest, go to play, We've won the last two games there. Even with Jakarkas, we won a game. So I'll tell you, I hope Gradkowski's back in the mix because we need him now more than ever before. We need special teams. We need defense. And we need the offense to stay on the fucking field for more than five minutes, allow the defense to rest so we can actually play some decent defense. I am fucking sick of being in the basement of the AFC West. I'm sick of it. I mean, come on. Darius Thomas, their wide receiver, star wide receiver, really, he's a great big threat. And if we don't watch out, he's going to tear our shit up. They have a thing called the Tebow play. They don't have exactly name for it, but it's a Tim Tebow package where he runs the ball or he hands it off to no Sean Marino, but they have that running thing and they, they're doing okay with it. Now, my biggest thing is they haven't passed out of that yet this season. I think they'll do it against the Raiders. I think they're going to pull all the stops out, folks. They're going to have the most imaginary play calling they've had all season. And they almost beat the Jets, which is a damn good team, last week. Now, I, I, <laughs> I want to tell you, do I have to say we got to figure out who's going to show up to the game? I don't have to say anything. You guys saw the glaring weaknesses of last week. And if we don't fix that shit this week, well, we're going to look just like we look, like clowns. A, once again, a joke. Once again, Raiders in the basement. And I hate to give all this gloom and do, but man, I am fucking sick of losing. It's time this team takes one of these fucking must-win games seriously because we even must win in our, our way through the season with not too much luck. The Charger game, maybe that was a freak and a fluke, and we should be 1-5, and five, like the 49ers. This team better figure it out and figure it out quick because we got four losses already, man. We cannot be jacking around, you know, winning a game, losing two, winning a game, losing two. Yeah, we'll win five games this year, six games at the most. Is that good enough for anybody out there? Fuck no, man. And I'm sorry to use the F-bombs, but I am fucking tired of losing. I know you're tired. I know you're all tired. The Denver Broncos are a great passing attack, the best in the NFL. We got the 10th best rushing team in the league. We could put the herd on them. We've got good defensive backs. If we keep our defense off the field and move the ball down the field methodically, we can tire out their defense. Hey, what a notable concept that would be. I mean, I'd love to see that happen, wouldn't you? 
Well, you know, I've been talking since the beginning of this season about this team and the players. I'm not sure if Gradkowski will play, but shit, people are calling for, for Kyle. I mean, for Bowler. They want Bowler to play. Bowler's a third-string quarterback for a reason, man. I mean, I'd be screaming his name too, but, man, talk about a prayer. Bowler is not the answer here. He's had his chance, and, I, you know, for whatever reason, he's third string, man. But Campbell, Campbell, I don't even know, man. We've already talked about him. I don't know what to say. You know our best hope is Gradkowski, and our best hope is if he stays healthy, which is another prayer we got to come up with. Hey, let's pray for the offensive line. Yeah. Let's pray for special teams again this week because they need to show up like they did against San Diego. We haven't seen that yet. What we haven't seen out of this team since the Charger game was some imaginary play calling, some some use of your personnel in the best possible manner to get the best possible fucking outcome. Our coaching sucks a dirty ass, and I mean it. And Cable, I don't give a shit if he has his job at the end of the year. If this is how we're going to fucking play football, then take your shit and put it in your fucking car and go home and beat somebody because that's what I want you to do, man. Get out of Oakland. Hugh Jackson? Hey, man, stand at the pulpit, talk about how we got to win every game all day long and go out and put together a game plan like we did against the Niners? That was pathetic, man. My wife could have put on a better game plan than you had, Putna. This team has got to be going all the way through. Cable's got to keep the fork away from his face, back away from the table, and grab some fucking plays and start looking at what the hell has to happen to this team. The defense, man, we are the biggest show blitz team in the nation. We show everybody our blitzes. We walk right up to the line say, we're blitzing now. They should just have a card saying, we're blitzing, so they could be prepared for the play. Why don't we do something like the Steelers, man? Why don't we do a, you know, the Steelers, exactly. Perfect example. They hide their blitz packages. They do them real well. Why can't we do something like that? Is Hugh Jackson so, so fucked up that he can't see that kind of thing? Is Cable so fucked up? Is Hackett so fucked up? Do they, they not see that we look like fucking children out there in a big boy game? I, I will tell you, I would be so fucking flipped out if Denver wins this first game in their house. I will be flipped out. I hate the Broncos more than anything. Anything. And right now, they look like a team that can be beat. Well, we've heard that already. We really need this game. I've heard that already. This is a must win. I've heard that already. Nothing seems to do enough to to motivate this team to win two fucking games in a row. I don't know what to say. I mean, fuck, what can I tell you? We're going to go to Invesco. They're going to be ready to play. And from what I've seen so far, we're not going to be. And I want to say we're going to win. They're going to kick their ass. I'll tell you right now, man, I am not going to hold my breath. I certainly ain't going to bet any money. I feel bad for all those of you guys that have. I already give. I I already have to give up some whiskey for this last 49er loss. I ain't doing it anymore, man. I put up enough money for this motherfucking team. And I'm sorry for my F-bombs. I got to apologize again. But shit, man. This is some bullshit.
And if they don't get it together, man, this would be a victory that could bring everybody back in the mix. The fans could feel good. The team could feel good. And we can actually be headed in a direction that could get us the AFC West championship because we're so jacked up in the AFC West that if there was an opportunity to win it, this year would be the year. But you know what, man? One play at a time. One play at a time. Not one game at a time. It's one play at a time for this Raider fan. We shall see if the Raiders can go to Invesco and put together an away game that's worth a shit. Because so far, man, they haven't done jack shit except San Diego, and that has faded out, Padna. They have sucked the entire joy out of that game in this last debacle. And, you know, all the hope in the nation that this team was making the corner. There's another thing, turning the corner. If I hear that fucking phrase again, I'm going to throw a glass to the television. Cable, shut your fucking pie hole. Tell us the injuries and tell us we're going to win and get the fuck off the pulpit. Because I'm fucking sick of hearing about, well, this guy's getting better and that guy's getting better. And yeah, we just didn't get it done. Well, no shit. Head coach Tom Cable addressed the media to talk about yesterday's loss against the Tennessee Titans. Disappointing. Uh, It's a setback, but it's not uh, going to determine what we are. Every issue that's on that film, uh, we've been through. Probably had it happen already in preseason, been able to fix it. Um, So you need to be a little more focused, a little more attention to detail. And, um, you know, don't let this one beat you again. That's really the big issue. Jason's fine. Just we had a bad day. I mean, we can't, we're not going to sit around and and, uh, overanalyze it or overcook it. We're going to look at what the issues are and fix it. We, st- we feel great about our team. We just really did not play very well yesterday. And But the cool thing is you can put your hand on what it is. And, you know, it's unfortunate at the same time. There's some positives in that game. You know, we ran the football pretty good and, and consistently with a nice average. Uh, Darren, I thought, played extremely well when you got a chance to go look at the film. So there was some improvement in that area. If you remember in preseason, that was my concern, was I didn't think we were very consistent running the football. And certainly... Um, I think showed up well yesterday. Just cut it loose. That's what we are. You know, one thing we know about us is when we just go play fast and cut it loose in any of the three phases, that's when we're a good football team. And I think, uh, you know, to come out and and to not, you know, get busy right away, I think kind of set us back and we kind of took a, you know, backseat approach rather than being the driver. And that's what we have to be. We're not feeling sorry for ourselves. It's a setback. You know, it's part of life. So that's the way we're dealing with it. We're really kind of angry about what happened. So it's, uh, you know, we, we expect to go back there and win that football game. Just leave it at that. Head coach Tom Cable addressed the media and their questions about yesterday's game. Well, you know, we need to really evaluate the, the last 30 minutes prior to the last play of the game because that's where we lost the game. We didn't lose a game on a kick. Um, we lost a game in, in not doing more in the last 30 minutes uh, to put ourselves in position and not have to, to go through all that. We left so many plays out there on the field offensively, and the players, coaches, we'd all tell you the same thing. One for five in the red zone is not good enough. It's totally unacceptable. Um, and there's so much out there that uh, it's really we're bothered by it. We're kind of mad about it right now just because we had a tremendous opportunity and we, we really did not take advantage of it, and we, we will. We, we have to. Um, our defense continues to improve. Uh, the negative there, in my opinion, 
as I mentioned to you, too many uh, uh, pass interference calls and uh, illegal contact calls. There's going to be some of that, but not that many. You know, for a while there, that was really Arizona's offense. But uh, they ran the ball for too much average. They didn't run it for a lot, but too much average. Their explosiveness on the, with their offense was through their running game, and that's too much. Offensively, um, as I said, we left way too much on the field. And uh, we're moving the ball well. Uh, we're showing some explosiveness. We're showing the ability to run the ball with some consistency. Um, but we've got to get that ball in the end zone uh, in somebody's hands. So we continue to work. Uh, the things I'm real proud of, you know, we've got over the hump. We're no longer uh, soft or uh, not tough or can't come from behind or whatever it is. I mean, hell, we spotted them a touchdown and answered it right away and, and kept on playing. So I like the mentality of our team a ton. Um, I think it's just getting us over the hump here to be as good as I think we can be. Um, we will tear it apart and find out if we need more balance, if we need to go one way or the other, more than the other, whatever. But we'll certainly do that um, because the plays are there, but we're just not making them, and that's the bottom line. Coach Tom Cable, let's go to him right now. No, it's not about health now when you're talking about blocking and uh, you're talking about defending the run. It, that's not about health. That's that's about getting your tail kicked, and that's what happened. I mean, you can't skirt around this. You can't say, well, it was this or it was that, or we didn't fit gaps right. Or, had a few missed tackles, yes. But uh, all in all, it's just, you know, playing, you know, throwing the fight at them, and we didn't do that. Why does that happen? You know, that, that's that's my question of the week, actually. You know, we've talked about it already as a team. There's some things I'll do this week to address it again and even deeper. This is, you know, an issue to me that we prepare so well during the week. You know, like I mentioned to him last Thursday, it was the best practice we've had all year. And But none of it really matters until 1 o'clock on Sunday. And what you do then matters 100 times more than anything else. And I think we're doing a good job of taking care of our bodies, our preparation, our plans. All those things seem to be uh, good and solid. Uh, but it matters what you do on game day, you know, and, and uh, to to know what's coming at you and then not, not handle it better than we did is disappointing. But, um, you know, we can't sit around and dwell on that either all week. I think we have guys playing hard, but you got to play that way all the time. Every snap, you know, whether you're playing 10 or you're playing uh, 80 snaps, it doesn't matter. Whatever the, your body's got left in it, you got to give it. And, uh, you know, we were out there working, but uh, not getting it done. For us to be the kind of team we think we can be, we can't have days like yesterday. I mean, that's just unacceptable, and we all know that. Um, you know, we've, we've talked about it already as a team and as coaches and in our meetings and on the film, and we've addressed that. And I think it's very clear in everyone's mind that that isn't acceptable. And, and so, yeah, it's exciting to be playing San Diego this week, and it's a division game, and all that comes with that, it, it's a, a great week for us and a good time for it to come. But we need to clear some things up. You know, we've got to improve in some areas. Our special teams has made a ton of improvement here in this last game, and it really probably started from about halftime of that Arizona game. And so we want to continue to do that. Offensively, we're moving the ball. We're running with some efficiency. Uh, we, we were, you know, horrible in the red zone at Arizona, and then we come out and go three for three with three touchdowns. So there are some good things going on, but we need to consistently do that. And I think that's the whole goal. You know, once we do that, um, I think we'll be what we want to be, but we're not there yet, but we're working towards it. On today's show, we've got head coach Tom Cable addressing the media. He talked about the loss to the San Francisco 49ers and, of course, what's going on with the team moving forward. We're all very disappointed today. Um, we have the same feeling similar to what we had after 
the Arizona game where you felt like um, you did a lot of things to win a game and didn't do enough to, to, to get over the hump to do it. No shit that we didn't get it done. You know what? I'm fucking sick of the pulpit talk. The same old crap comes out of their mouth. And you know what? This is a pregame for the Broncos, but I don't give a shit because I'm fucking going off. These motherfuckers better get it together because they're going to lose fans. You know what? The Coliseum was a bleak, a bleak place. Our first game of the season. It was bleak. It's going to be bleaker. The only thing that's going to be there is going to be fucking seagulls and seagulls shit. That's it. If they don't start changing some shit around there, Al Davis, hire a fucking GM, fire all these fucking coaches, and let's start cleaning house on the lazy asses around there, and I mean tomorrow. Because if you want to see a Super Bowl before you die, man, you better change some shit big time. It ain't happening, Pada. I hope we beat the Broncos in their house. There's no reason we can't. We have the players. We have the talent. We have the coaching when they feel like it. When I don't know what the fuck they're doing, but when they figure it out, it's, it works pretty good. They better get it together this game because this is a must win. Because if we lose this game, you know what, man? Long season, and we'll be bitching until the end. And that is all I have to say about that. All right, Raider Nation, it's time for the positive bone line. (laughs) After that rant, who would have guessed? But man, I was thinking that we need to leave this show in a very positive note. So let's just go back. Let's go back to last week when, when we won. We beat the Chargers at home and the nation was feeling good. And let's listen to some of those phone calls because, man, they were inspirational. 1-800-620-7181. Get on the bone line. You guys are hitting it hard. We love to see it. Don't give up if you don't get on this show, by the way. And don't forget, www.raidernationpodcast.com. Check out our site. Check out the forum. Get involved. Get there. Lay your bones down there, man. Randy does a great job with the site. You can see our videos from there. It's It's a cool place. It is a nice neighborhood. So check it out. Let's get to the bone line. We got someone in here right now is going to lay it down the way it should be because she knows how to rock this house. That would be Rada Biatch. Natalie. Rada Nation. It's Raider Natalie or Raider Bitch. Colin still in a state of shock. Thrilled. I cannot believe we pulled out that win. Raider Greg had a couple things kind of wanted to get your thoughts on. The penalties, what's done is done. I get it. I'm not going to go back and sit here and bitch and moan. Little upset with the three. Reese, I don't understand how he could get on the outside of the line, yet if if the toe is in. and That penalty, questionable. The roughing, the kicker, really, he was fucking pushed into him. Give me a fucking break. And then the the, the PI towards the end, um, when we finally got the ball back and had that sick return, it just, you know, I, I get it. I mean, penalties are what they are, but it just gets so damn frustrating. And 
you know, to have that many penalties when we don't have Gallery on the line, who, let's be honest here, he's our number one. Dude, you know the count. I'm a little happy that right now we, we still need him on the line, but, man, since he's not been on there, we've our penalties have actually decreased. Uh, hope he gets back in the game soon. And if I can give out my gold star, Cartwright, man, you fucking rock. Man, way to, way to pull some shit out of your ass for that game. Defense looked sick. Um, you know, I, I, as far as the run game, which we needed based on what, what we gave away last week, it was just pathetic um, against the Texans. But glad they finally learned how to, you know, let's keep the, the, the rush was down. But the pass, eesh, I mean, River threw for 400 and some odd yards. We, that, that just can't happen again. So, not sure what's going to happen with Campbell. was happy to see that he could actually connect towards the end of the game. I mean, I'm sick of seeing every single ball being thrown to either a running back or a tight end. I mean, come on. There's more guys out there than Bush and Miller. So glad that we actually uh, sprinkled the ball out a little bit more. But let's keep it going, man. It was a freaking awesome game. I'm still absolutely in a state of shock. I've never seen our special teams uh, do anything that strong, especially coming out, making such a statement. I mean, in defense and having two turnovers in the red zone with the first quarter, sick, absolutely sick. Looking forward, like I said, going to the Broncos game on the 24th. Looking forward to it. Raider Nation, peace out. Well, all I can say about the penalties was uh, most of them were pass interference, big ones too, big pass interference penalties, which we don't usually get. Nomdi got three, which he never gets. I don't know what was going on there, but the line penalties about the false starts, they were definitely gone, and the culprit could be the long-haired tattoo freak gallery. Um, well, we won. What the hell? Exactly. You feel me? Yeah, now I know how you're feeling this week, girl. Well, <laughs> don't forget to call in because I know your call would be most colorful. Thanks for the call, babe. We have Redder Tim from Oklahoma singing the glory. <laughs> what you got, man? And the streak stops at 13. We played a pretty fucking good game on Sunday with our offense, defense, and our special teams all scoring touchdowns. But is this for real? Are the Raiders finally a good team again? Or is this the Raiders just showing flashes of greatness again? I don't really know. I don't really care. All I know is the Raiders are 2-3, and three, and we finally beat the San Diego fucking Chargers. Woo! Well, see, that's Raider Nation. They know the Jekyll and Hyde that is the Raiders... And, uh, well, I don't need to say any more about that. This guy didn't leave a name, but he's got some pretty wise words. Let's hear it. Okay, first of all, uh, congratulations last game. Uh, and second of all, what I really want to hit on is uh, Sean Merriman. They're about to try this motherfucker and take him off, whatever. Let's get him. Let's get him. You know, I know he's got a lot of things, you know, steroid, whatever, man, but we need to get back to what we used to be. Seriously, you need to get back to what the fuck we used to be. You know, we are the Raiders, man. We are fucking pirates. We do what we got to do to win, man. You know, just win, baby. Just win. You know, we passed up a Michael Vick. I know uh, a lot of you guys uh, thought, well, we weren't going to take him because we wanted to 
we we wanted to fucking make a new image for ourselves. But what 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 image? Really, what image? Man, we are fucking writers, man. We do what we have to do to win. God damn it. You know, fuck fuck all this bullshit, dude. Merriman is a bad motherfucker. Let's get him. You know, we pass up Michael Vick. Look at him now. Look at that motherfucker now. I know, I know he's hard. But God damn it! Look at him now. Please, let's get Michael. Or let's get Sean Merriman. That's it. Peace. There's some Raider wisdom. Sean Merriman would be a good pick if he wasn't too injured. You know he'd play hard against the Chargers every two two games this season. And Vic, well, we've been talking about Vic already. And what can I say? We got what we got. Next and last, we have the San Joaquin Raider. Check this guy out. (laughs) I love your passion, brother. Hello, Raider Greg. This is the San Joaquin Raider. How is it? That the Raiders are two and three, and should be three and two if Janikowski makes that kick a few weeks ago. And the phony whiners are 0 and 5, and in total disarray, yet are somehow seven point favorites to beat the Raiders today. This is the day that the Raiders reclaim the crown of Kings of the Bay Area. After we go into Candle Dick Park and crush the skulls of the phony whiners, their crap fans, and their owner, Jed Dork, who said earlier this week that they would make the playoffs this year. This is the day we put a nail in the coffin of the 49ers season and very likely the head coaching career of Mike Dingleberry. This is the day the Raiders return to glory. Pride and poise. Commitment to excellence. Let's do this. Go Raiders. This is a day we looked like punks. This is a day we couldn't stop the run. This is a day that we couldn't play football in all three phases, let alone two phases. This is a day that the 0-5 49ers, well, they kicked our ass. End of fucking story. Sorry, it didn't turn out the way we all wanted it to. I like your rant, brother. Very good, very proud, but the team did not show up. And, you know, I hate to say this, this game of the season, but, hey, man, I just call it like I see it. Been doing it since I started this show. I'm starting to feel a whole lot like the last seven years. I'm feeling that sinking feeling in my ass about this fucked up team and the fucked up coaching and the play calling and the buffoonery that's going on here, man. Come on, man. What the fuck is going on in Oakland? We better get our shit together because this fan is fucking pissed. And I'm sure you are too. We're heading into Invesco Field and I'm telling you, I'm not feeling a whole lot of confidence. And it's about fucking time we start feeling some confidence in this team. I am sick to death 
of sitting down in front of the TV before the first kickoff thinking, well, if, if we don't make all the mistakes, if we can play the game, if it gets coached correctly, we might be able to squeeze a victory out. That's some bullshit. I can't wait till someday when I can have this team play a game, when I can think to myself, no matter where we are in this game, this team can come back and win. I can't wait for those days, and I'm sorry to say, those days ain't these days. Not yet, anyway. Let's just hope the Raiders get it together and have one of those majestic games that we can be proud of and win and, you know, have a little bit of glory back in the parking lot for a God-blessed change. I mean, you got to beat the hoes, man. You got to beat them hoes, man. I just didn't know what else to say because that is it. And I'm Ritter Greg, and I am out. There's a skiller on my shoulder, can I kill it? There's a charger on my shoulder, can I kill it? There's a bronco on my shoulder, can I kill it? The Raider Nation in the house, can you feel it? There's a skiller on my shoulder, can I kill it? There's a charger on my shoulder, can I kill it? There's a bronco on my shoulder, can I kill it? The Raider Nation in the house, can you feel it? Five foot six and I'm all up in the mix. Sunday morning, gotta get my Raider fix. I want the devil Broncos in the KC Chiefs. Them San Diego Chargers, man, them fools are so weak. Let's score the war right now. Let's make it happen. Jerry Porter, keep the Cali party cracking. Marcus Allen was a home. 32 running game in 1983. We popped the champagne. There's a cowboy on my shoulder, can I kill it? A 49er on my shoulder, can I kill it? John Gruden on my shoulder, can I kill it? The Raider Nation in the house, can you feel it? There's a cowboy on my shoulder, can I kill it? A 49er on my shoulder, can I kill it? John Gruden on my shoulder, can I kill it? The Raider Nation in the house, can you feel it? Guess who's back in the cool Cadillac? With the 12 packs, sporting silver and black. Raider beanie cap till I die on the back. Nina on my lap, homie, you don't want that. Front row 50 deep on the 50 yard line. Jerry Rice floating down the sideline. Touchdown, 10 pounds, you a Raider for life. See you in the Hall of Fame to the next time. To my OG players from back in the past. Jim Plunkett, Al Zato, and Cliff Branch. Tom Flores, you the best coach that we ever had. Much love from the crazy-ass silver and black. Kansas City on my shoulder, can I kill it? There's a Patriot on my shoulder, can I kill it? There's a Dolphin on my shoulder, can I kill it? The Raider Nation in the house, can you feel it? Kansas City on my shoulder, can I kill it? There's a Patriot on my shoulder, can I kill it? There's a Dolphin on my shoulder, can I kill it? The Raider Nation in the house, can you feel it? Like Sally Sell said, it's going down tonight. The winningest team on Monday night. John Madden in the booth with ABC. The black hole going crazy live on TV. All the Raiders still waiting, bumping Roger and Zap. Slow pain back to back with Big Warren Sap. Buchanan on the run back, take it to the house. Big Wheezy in the suite with a bottle in his mouth. St. Louis on my shoulder, can I kill it? There's a Titan on my shoulder, can I kill it? There's an Eagle on my shoulder, can I kill it? Raider Nation in the house, can you feel it? There's a Stiller on my shoulder, can I kill it? There's a Bronco on my shoulder, can I kill it? There's a Charger on my shoulder, can I kill it? The Raider Nation in the house, can you feel it? John Gruden on my shoulder, can I kill it? John Gruden on my shoulder, can I kill it? 
Raider Nation in the house, can you feel it? There's a stiller on my shoulder, can I kill it?